You're listening to the Life Unlocked podcast brought to you by Game Quitters. Your hosts, James and Mattis, will be talking all things personal development without taking ourselves too seriously. We speak from personal experience and years of passion to bring you advice about everything from creativity and focus to quitting technology and lifting weights. With guest interviews and casual conversations, be sure to find something you enjoy, whether you're listening in your car or in the shower. Thanks for tuning in. Hello everyone, and welcome back to episode 15 of the Life Unlock podcast. Today, I'm going to do things a little bit differently from normal. Well, it's still going to be an episode of me talking, but I had a little realisation. For those of you that have been following along, you'll know that three months ago, well, 91 days, but who's counting, <laughs> I set off on my solo travel journey to Thailand to become a quote-unquote digital nomad. I hate the word, but it's a great way to explain a lifestyle. You don't have a fixed home, you're free to travel, and you spend most of your time online. Now I'm currently in Da Nang, Vietnam, taking 10 days to spend some time in a new city, chill on the beautiful sandy beach, and more importantly, reset my Thai visa. If you're a Thai government official, then ignore everything I've said, I'm just a tourist. Now being that it's been three months of solo travel, and digital nomadism, I thought I'd do some reflection on how my life has changed since starting the journey. And spoilers, a hell of a lot. I also want to get into whether or not travelling's for you, as I think it definitely takes a certain frame of mind to get the most out of it, just something I didn't have in the past. So, what kind of person was I before I left Thailand? Not a great one, (laughs) I'll say that much. At the time... I wasn't really in a good place, mentally, physically. I was depressed, unfulfilled, and it was as if I was always walking in limbo. It sounds crazy, but I wasn't even excited about going to Thailand. There I was, about to embark on the biggest journey of my life, and I didn't care. I think it says a lot about my mental state at the time. Now, it's not something I'm very open about, although this podcast has been a good outlet for me to share and work through certain things, but at the time it was as if I was stuck between wanting to make a change, but not wanting to find the motivation to make it happen. I just couldn't be bothered, which is a roundabout way of saying I was depressed. Now did things change when I got to Thailand? Not at all. <laughs> at least not, not initially. First couple of weeks were super rough for me. I was experiencing culture shock on another level, and being that I wasn't a very confident person anyway, I struggled a lot. I even had a full-blown panic attack in my first week, which I'm sure is a story me and Cam will talk about for years. (laughs) It was my first ever time going to eat at a Thai restaurant by myself, and I messaged Cam to see if he had any recommendations, and he pointed me to a nearby place on the corner, maybe a hundred meters away. I get to the restaurant, sit down, and that's when things fall apart. Uh, The the first thing that happens is they give me a cup, point me to a sign that just says serve yourself. So I go over, find two big metal containers with with a tap on it, and get a cup of some random purple juice. Only to have someone come up to me at my table afterwards and go, oh no, 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 it's something, something ice, something sweet. I I had no idea what they said at the time. I understand now, like it's so obvious to me, 
but at the time it was a nightmare. I ordered the pad thai after looking through a horribly confusing menu, because of course, although funnily enough it was the first pad thai I'd ever had in my life. The problem was I didn't have any cutlery. I began frantically messaging Cam on my phone instead of asking someone, and I got more and more worked up, and it turns out they're just on a box on the table right next to you. Fast forward to me finishing my meal, going back to my room, and I just broke down into tears. It was messy crying. It wasn't good. (laughs) It was the first time in my life that had ever happened. Whether it was just because I felt so overwhelmed, but I have to say it did feel pretty good. As it would happen, I now visit that same restaurant maybe five times a week at least. I chat to the staff. They're all so incredibly friendly. However, from people I've spoken to, culture shock and feeling overwhelmed is really very real and very common. Fortunately, it doesn't last long if you handle it correctly, and the following few months would end up being some of the most life-changing times in my life. I remember a moment during my first couple of weeks when I was standing on my balcony, just looking at the trees, watching the clouds, and listening to the wildlife. Out of nowhere, I was hit with a powerful wave of emotion. It finally dawned on me that I'm in Thailand. <laughs> I'm actually here. I'm doing this. Six months before, I was working as a waiter, and I was just flown halfway across the world where I can start a new life, be a new person, take control of my future and start making real change in myself. Then it was a really powerful realisation, and I think it was one of those key turning points in my journey. From that point on, I made an effort to put myself out of my comfort zone. I went to local bars and talked to the staff, which has actually resulted in me making at least 10 to 15 Thai friends since then, (laughs) all of whom I'm close to. I bought a guitar and started playing gigs and rediscovered my passion for music, which I'd lost for years. I started dating and forced myself to meet new people. And on top of this, I was able to be fully committed to my work with Game Quitters. And having these commitments really helped me push through any doubts and shortcomings I thought I had about myself. Because when you align yourself on a path with a clear vision and act on it every day, you feel unstoppable. Sure, there were ups and downs along the way. Plenty of times I had the feeling of, what in the world am I doing? (laughs) I'm so out of place here. Which I think is mostly due to imposter syndrome. However, that's something I'm actively working on and will likely do an episode on in the future when I know more about it. I often look back for the first time I properly moved out on my own, back in 2017. Uh, I went to manage a restaurant, uh, got my own flat, got my own bills, cooked my own meals, and everything was great. Except for when it stopped being great. (laughs) I often refer to that year as the year of hell. From a work perspective, it was great. Uh, I learned a hell of a lot and had a great time, met a bunch of people. But from a personal health perspective, it was awful. I won't go into too many details, but the gist of it was that I didn't really have any work to do. The restaurant wasn't open yet, and I spent the entire time playing video games. I ended up becoming a fairly successful Twitch streamer within a matter of weeks, which is usually impossible. And I was streaming until 5am every single day, only eating takeaway food, not doing much else. I'll probably talk about it on Gaming the System, which is our other podcast you should definitely check out if you haven't already. So why was this time different? 
why was it so easy for me to maintain the cleanliness of my room, my personal hygiene, to force myself to get out of the house and to do it for 10 or more hours every day? I really don't know. Maybe it's maturity or just having more knowledge or a more defined purpose. Or is it more simple? Is it because I don't have the means to do any of the stuff that I hated doing? I had no washing up because I ate out every meal. My only cooking facilities are a kettle, before you call me lazy. (laughs) I didn't have many belongings, so it was hard to get messy, and it was easy to keep on top of clothes washing. I couldn't play games because my laptop isn't designed for it. And I've got a great group of friends holding me to higher standards, whereas when I moved out before, I didn't really have much of a social life at all. I think at the end it's a mix of everything, really. But all I can say is that I'm glad it wasn't a repeat of hell year. Because <laughs> then I never would have transformed into who I am today. Like, I'm, I'm genuinely happy. For the first time in a long, long time. Actually feeling happy with who I am. Where I am. What I'm doing. It's worth noting there's difference between me feeling happy and me feeling satisfied. I still want to improve almost every area of my life, but that doesn't mean I can't be happy with what's happening at the moment. I feel free, I'm driven, I'm passionate. Yeah, (laughs) I'm just happy. (laughs) I'm at peace, and I feel genuinely grateful. My vocabulary is failing me. Um, I can only think of the word happy. I didn't bring my thesaurus to Vietnam, unfortunately, but you get the idea. Now, my experience is all well and good, but is travel for you? Honestly, I think the answer is pretty simple. You don't know until you try. If I tried doing this a couple of years ago, I would have failed miserably. So a lot of it's dependent on where you are at the moment, but then again, I know people that have travelled since they were 18, had no issues at all, and grew into an incredibly confident and amazing person. It's all about who you are personally. And I will say, don't expect travelling to fix your problems. It won't make your depression disappear, and it won't make you magically get an amazing friendship group. It's not a magic pill you can take to sort yourself out, as so many people like to say, find themselves. It takes a lot of effort to get the most out of it. What it will help you do is get you out of your comfort zone. You'll have incredible experiences, and you'll learn a hell of a lot about who you are. And if you do it, I'd recommend trying it for a couple of months. I mean, you can live in Asia for £1,000 a month with money left over for savings, and you don't need to commit a huge amount of time to it. But, as you heard me saying, the first weeks suck. (laughs) There's no way around it. So try to make it at least a month if you do decide to travel overseas before you make your judgement. But another thing you could do is start exploring your city or local area. If you don't know any skills, start learning programming, for example and just go to random coffee shops to do some work. It doesn't have to be a lot, just once a week. Get used to travelling around, talk to random people, take part in meetups and events, and see how you get on. Go and book a hotel in a random place in your city for a few nights, and every day, take your laptop, go to a coffee shop, meet people, and have a great time. Just, I guarantee there's a ton of places in your town, or city, or state, or whatever, that you've never been to. So just start exploring. The last thing I want to say is that if you do know that you want to travel, but it feels like a pipe dream, you're probably a lot closer than you think. 
There's an endless list of things you can do either online or in person as something like an English teacher, a, an editor or a translator or something like that. I recommend listening to the podcast episode I did called How to Thrive in a Skill-Based Economy for more information on learning profitable skills. But in my case, I got fired from my job last year. I had to take my old position as a waiter and I decided to learn coding on the side. I became a web developer, transitioned into marketing and here I am. Now it took me six months to go from learning coding to being a full-time web developer and then another four or five months to get to where I am now and living in Thailand. Even so, if I told you that you could be traveling the world with unlimited freedom within a year, would you believe me? Well, it's entirely possible and it's entirely in your hands because it can happen if you just decide to put the work in and make that decision for yourself to truly make a change for the better and turn your life around. Anyway, thanks for listening to my impromptu <laughs> reflection. Uh, it's a slightly different episode, but I'd love to hear what you thought about it. Make sure you leave a rating or send us a message, Game Quitters, everywhere on social media, or drop me an email at james at gamequitters.com. I hope you enjoyed the episode, and until next time, peace.